This is Monocle on Design Extra. It's a short show to accompany our weekly long-form programme where we unpack everything from architecture and craft to furniture and fashion. I'm Maylie Evans. The most recent edition of the Lisbon Architecture Triennale may have wrapped, but a few exhibitions are still open to the public. Monocle's Gaia Lutz met the chief curators of the event, Cristina Verissimo and Diogo Barnet of CVDB Architects, to reflect on these showcases. Cristina introduces the Triennale's theme. Terra is about a planet that we live for. We didn't translate to English because in Portuguese is a very deep word. So is the planet that we inhabit, is the, the, the space of belonging, the place of belonging, is the place that we oversee from a certain distance when we are at the water or the sea, is a place also that we build and we create, is a matter, is a terra. So having these different, and even these different uh, scales, we decide to have the curators working with us. It was an open call even for us to choose the curators. We look in a very open uh, opportunity. We contact people all over the world, including United Nations, and the curators came to us. We also mentioned to Triennale, it was very important that we could have them working as a team. In other words, not only the exhibitions, the other curators will be aware of what everybody's doing, but they also have the ability of intertwining the topics between them. We also asked them if they would accept, and that would also be an opportunity for us to have the universities Instead of having a separate university exhibition, we would like them to include the universities in each of their exhibition. Can I ask you, just out of all these different conversations that were happening separately, but also simultaneously, as you're saying, what kind of dialogues uh, surprised you the most? We had to present these four topics with a sense of clarity so that they could further develop it. We've always compared this to a similar uh, like race where you just run the, the first 100 meters and someone else will run the, the rest 300 meters. So on one hand, ideas for these exhibitions had to be very clear. What was the intent? What were the questions that we wanted to be addressed in each of these exhibitions? But on the other hand, we were working with people who had done already a lot of work, a lot of research. They had a sense of expertise in these areas, so we also realized that uh, from this point onwards, this is not going to be my exhibition curated, uh, edited by someone else. This will be their exhibition as well. So it was with that sense of openness that um, a lot of these conversations happened. An interesting challenge, as Christina pointed out, was the integration of the universities. We wanted the universities to be part of these conversations because obviously we've been teaching architecture for many, many years. One of the things we were very concerned about is this journal being an opportunity for people to be engaged uh, and see how can we do something. And Christina always mentioned that this was more of a goal for action. And for us, this is for the future generation. So we felt that by integrating the universities into these many exhibitions, we are opening these conversations to young generations to understand that no matter how big or small the project is like the bench that is part of the um, one of the exhibitions in the National Museum of Contemporary Art, which is such a bench. It creates a place where you belong, where people sit and have a conversation. And it is 
an amazing opportunity that is very transformative in terms of its societal and community implications. So, can, can you give me of. some other examples? I loved hearing about this bench of, of pieces and, and debates that were opened up and how they relate to to where we are with uh, with architecture today. How these are relevant in the debate mm. today? For example, materials, the idea of concrete. We are now understanding that concrete could be something that we learn a lot from him and even use it back by research that in the exhibitions of cycles was teaching us about recovering pieces of concrete and rebuild new buildings with them. This is the moment for us to do something. No matter what is the scale of your office, no matter what is the, the intent of the community, as long as you put a small seed and let that seed grow. A lot of triennales and biennales are focusing very large buildings. We were focusing on the small thing that can actually make a difference. And because it's the Triennale in Lisbon specifically, obviously, how, how does Portugal or Lisbon mm. feature in this conversation? First of all, let me tell you, I like sometimes to say that Jorge Luis Borges would say that is in the periphery, that the eyes are more open and willing to bring a change. And we are at the periphery of a core. So we can look at the core because we belong to Europe, but we also have this energy to be in the periphery and to have the eyes kind of a little bit outsiders to actually respond to that core. Portugal was always that country. Even when we tried to bring things to the world, bad and good, I hope, more the goods than the bads, but there are also bads to remember, but we always have that vision of the periphery. Cristina Verissimo and Diogo Berne there, curators of the most recent edition of Lisbon's Architecture Triennale. They were in conversation with Gaia Lutz. If you're in Lisbon, don't miss the opportunity to check out two of the exhibitions from the programme. Multiplicity and another showcase, Cycles, is on until the 12th of February. Do check out their website to find out a little more. That's all for this week. If you're eager for more design stories, then listen to our full-length programme, Monocle on Design, airing on Tuesdays at 8pm London time. Or if you prefer print, then pick up a copy of Monocle magazine on all good newsstands now. Today's episode was produced by me, Maylie Evans. Thank you for listening. <laughs>